Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. So, let's talk about our Lyft driver here in Las Vegas. Oh my god. She was alarming. But let's talk about the process to begin with. Well, this was your frustration, so you It drove me nuts. You should probably talk about this, but it was your frustration. Those of you who use Lyft will understand what I'm talking about. Those of you who don't, I'll give you a little detail. What you do with Lyft is you open the app up and then you tell it what location you want to be picked up at. Then you tell it <laughs> where you want to go and you can put multiple drop-off points. So you could like take three people <coughs> to three different places. You can do whatever you want with it. And then it'll give you a quote on the cost. So we are staying at an Airbnb here in Las Vegas and we are just into the campus of UNLV. Like literally... We made a right turn and we ended up on uh, in the campus. So I put the address of where we're staying into the application as the location. And it p- keeps it. But then it says set location. So I hit set location. And then it says, oh, you're on the UNLV campus. And so there's, there's two, technically they're drop downs, but because I'm using an iPhone, they're like spinny wheels and the one is set to UNLV and you can't change it there's no way to change it and the other one had like four options it had like corner of Maryland and um, Harmon it had Thomas and Mack Center it had some baseball field and it had a library that was it mm-hmm. those are the four choices now the comical part that I didn't show you was that I figured out oh, I can see the Thomas and Mack Center I'll pick that it says you need to recheck your location because we can tell you're not that close to oh the gosh. location that you pick. So then I picked the li- <laughs> so then I picked the library, same message. Then I picked that corner, same message. So then I said, "Okay, screw it. I'm going to pick the baseball field." Pick the baseball field. It works. But here's the problem. We're not at the baseball field. Right. And no matter what I do, it will not let me put the address of this location into ways uh, into uh, Lyft. Now I wondered, just now it crossed my mind, maybe it's like how there's designated Lyft drop-offs. Maybe they don't want Lyft drivers roaming all over the campus picking people up at it's different places. That's what it is. And so they have negotiated specific areas. But this is a residence. But this is a residence. Like, it should allow you. But anyway, that was trying. But being enterprising and having driven for Lyft, I knew set the location and then call not text the driver called the driver told her hey it won't let me set the address but here's the address she took it down well first things first we should have first warning should have been when her car was like directly down the road here and i told her i was on Harmon, and she drove past Harmon, went all the way around to paradise 
Boulevard, came down Paradise Boulevard, and then turned back on Harmon. Now, Paradise Boulevard is not the first major street you see when you go towards the strip. It's the second major strip, which means it's halfway to the strip. It's halfway to the strip. Okay? So, I'm thinking, okay, this is a nice driver. She took down the address. She's coming here to get us. She finally pulls up and gets us, and we get in the car. Now the fun ensues. So we get in the car, and the first thing I notice is that it reeks of cigarette smoke. Like, and some kind of nasty-ass air freshener that she tried to spray to get rid of the cigarette smoke smell. But we all know how well that goes. Exactly. And the other thing that I noticed was that she wasn't going to pay any attention to what the GPS was telling her to do. She was going her way, period. Right. And... I was watching it because, you know, the app tells you what it's telling the driver to do. And she did not go even close to the way that it told her to go. Like, she didn't turn where it told her to turn. She didn't do anything. Right. And then She's the big, driving along. And the bigger problem became when we got to the actual turnoff where we needed to turn to get to where we wanted to go. We were going to, by the way, if you've been here to Vegas, they have this really cool, uh, like, Ferris wheel looking thing. It's called the High Roller. And inside of it, it's got a full open bar and you spin around and it's quite expensive. It's like you rent it for like an hour or something like that. You get one full rotation around it for the $25 a person. And I'm sure you get an amazing view from at the top. I'm sure you do. Probably. But but this was the street where they needed a turn and what does she do? She she says, "Well, they're not letting that other car through, so I'm just not going to try. I'll turn at the next one." What? What? But but just prior to this was the shocker comment for me, which was, oh, that's my boss from my other job. Her phone was dinging. That's my boss from my other job. See, I work for um, sales, and I'm not going to say where that she works because if someone happens to listen, I don't want her to get fired because of this. But she says, yeah, I, I was supposed to be out of my territory passing out flyers, but I wanted to make a little bit of extra cash, so at 2.30 I left the office, and I haven't been back. But I clocked out at 5 o'clock. So the first thing she's telling us is that she's unethical and that she clocked out two and a half hours after she actually stopped working. That she was doing lift while she was supposed to be working. That was all horrifying. But then it just got worse from there. Then she misses the next major turn because there was too much traffic. And then she gets, she gets caught at a red light. And she needs to get over into the right-hand lane, and she's in the far left, and there's three lanes, and she's got her blinker on, and there's a bus in front of her. She just needs to pull in front, pull in behind the bus. There were no cars coming. They were stuck at the red light. And she's like, there's too many cars. I can't get over. They're not letting me in. They're not letting me in. There was so much room for her to get in that when those cars finally made it through the light, they were laughing at her. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was scary. And then... Then we're getting to our destination, which, by the way, is a giant Ferris wheel. Giant Ferris wheel. Like, giant lit up Ferris like, wheel. Like a hundred stories high Ferris wheel that's lit up. And it says straight ahead that lift should go here. But no, she's going to turn to the right and drive away from where we want to go. So I say to her real quickly, mm-hmm. under the guise of being a nice customer, but actually being irritated as hell that she was going to drive us away from our destination. I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. How about, since she's so busy over there, how about you just pull over there in that red zone and let us out? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, we're sure. We're sure. Thank God we escaped there. 
So because she drives like a freaking moron, our lift costs like twice as much as it was supposed to. It's about $4 more than the $5 fare, yeah. Yeah. Alarming. Because coming back was six something, and it was later at night, so it was a higher rate. That's why. Right. Which makes sense. There was a surge. I'm fine with that. What I'm not fine with is somebody who doesn't know how to drive jacking up the fare. Maybe that's why she does it. Maybe she really did need to make a little extra cash. <laughs> well, but then we got out and we walked through the link, <clears throat> the link promenade. Um, promenade and saw Gordon um, Ramsay's fish, fish and saw chips. the fish and chips place. We loved it last year. And we kept going. And then what did we see? Because we were near the Flamingo Hotel. We a saw pair Flam- of flamingos. Flamingo Showgirls. But they weren't. Whoa. But they weren't flamingo animals. They were flamingo women. Flamingo showgirls. And they had big pink wings. Well, let me tell you, if they are the showgirls that are in the flamingos burlesque, you should go. <laughs> yeah, they were something. Yep. Then we saw some really terrifying police officer showgirls that were not something at all. Like we wanted to just no. keep walking. No. And then we were talking about how like women here that come to visit Vegas from the various parts of the country they have totally different ideas of what is sexy and what isn't sexy Right. and so they wear these clothes because they think they're going to attract the attention of men but as you pointed out well, who's looking? He, at, who's looking at a normal woman when there's a flamingo showgirl in front well, of her? Well, and then not only that, like there were those hot showgirls on the side wearing like you know looked like fake fur coats. Yeah. And they were standing over there, and they were babes, like they were hot. And what? 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 How are those women supposed to compete with that? Uh, why why are they even try? Why are they even try? Yeah. Like, what's the point? And then, and then that brings up a point that we've talked about before. Then you see, like, I was watching. I love the people watching here. It is amazing. This is the best people watching place on earth. I'm telling you, if you're a book writer, a musician, uh, anyone who needs, like, write short stories, this is a place to come at least visit, if not live here, because the kind of stories you can get out of watching the people, because they come from all over the world to come here. So you're not just getting, you're not just getting local people. You're getting all sorts of people. But I was watching, and what's funny is, There'll be a woman on this on the street dressed in a showgirl costume. Her ass is hanging out. She's wearing a suction cup with feathers on her nipples. And the woman that's with the guy is smacking the guy in the arm because he turned and glanced at the woman. Not didn't stare at her and leer at her like a like a pervert. Just glanced over like, well, I haven't seen that on the street before. Because let's face it. How often do you see Jonathan a mostly from, naked woman? Jonathan from, you know, some small town in Ohio has not walked down the main street of the small town in Ohio and seen a woman with her ass hanging out and suction cups on her nipples standing on the street corner waving. No, he has not seen that. (laughs) And so he glances over there because it's unusual. And what does a wife do? Smack him. Like, come on, why? I don't understand it either. You're in Vegas. You know you're going to see showgirls. So you cover little kids' eyes. But why do you smack your husband? Then when, you know, we're kind of skipping around, but that's okay. When we were going to try to get some in the lift again, there's so many damn people using cell phones in this area that you can't use your phone. You have, like, you're waiting in line behind a million people. So we're trying to walk back because we realized that there was a Starbucks and we could just go connect to Wi-Fi, order the lift, and then go back. And what do we see? Two women whose dresses were so short. Yeah, we saw coochie. Unbelievable. Like, it's just 
They Shocking were wearing less than the showgirls and not getting paid to do it. And no underwear. And no underwear. And body parts hanging out that normally don't hang out. Literally nobody wants to see that on those women. But what was interesting was like then we walked and one of the things that's changed over the years here, and I mean I'm not sure how long ago because it had been a lot of years between the one time I came to Vegas and the next time I came to Vegas. Now we've been two years in a row. But used to be in Vegas, you'd walk like normal along the street. You'd get to a light, you'd cross the street, and then they had like escalators that would go up to help you get into the hotel area. So like there'd be like a promenade or some kind of balcony-ish place and you'd take the escalator up and then you'd walk across the little promenade into the hotel. Well, apparently at some point they've decided that pedestrians here are a problem. Well, they are. And it makes sense because there's so much traffic down there so on the strip and on the streets leading into the strip and then there's all these drunkards and they're standing in the middle of walkways and whatever and I'm sure it was causing issues with traffic and people, pedestrians probably stepping out on the street and getting hit by cars. So what they do now is there's, you get to an intersection and you have to go upstairs, walk across the bridge, go down the stairs. That's how you get across the street. So there is no straight shot anymore. You walk for a while and you got to go up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. But like I said, the people watching is amazing. Like you can almost tell where people are from, especially United States people. You can almost tell where they're from by the way they're dressed and the way they act. Like, you can tell the ones who are from a small town somewhere in the middle of the country because their eyes are bugged out and they're looking around just taking everything and they look like a child who's just in awe of what's going on around them. Right. Then we saw... That's the Bellagio, right? Is that the hotel with the fountains? Yes. We saw the fountains from across the street. Darth Vader... A transformer. A transformer. A very small Hulk. He was teeny tiny. Very small Hulk. We saw a scary lady who was a tourist posing in front of the Bellagio for photos in a rather awkward, weird, not very sexy, but she thought it was, position. Like, she posed herself in such a weird way. And it's like, I think... I I was going to say I think if she could see herself, she would freak out. But, I mean she's gonna see herself because they're pictures and I would hope that she had him delete those pictures because I would hope so too they <clears throat> she were awful she looked but terrible but then we get down and we, we crossed the street and we really only wanted to spend a little bit of time down there we weren't planning on we mostly just wanted to walk and see if there was anything interesting for dinner our main thing was to get dinner that was it I mean we were yeah. we really weren't focused on much else and I think if we were to get dinner like tomorrow and I were gonna do the buffet and I think if we were to do, like tonight, if we don't find any of the bar rescue places that have good food reviews, we'll probably go to some off the strip restaurant for dinner. Yeah. We won't, we won't waste our time on the strip. It's too expensive to eat on the strip. Yeah. Well, especially because what you get compared to what you would have gotten. Right. Is not even close. But then we, we walk and we see more flamingos. Yeah. And two cowboys. That were rather ripped, I gotta say. Usually when I see the men out there, I laugh because I have a gut when I wear shorts. Like, it's not a big gut, it's a small gut. Usually the men there have at least that or more. So it was kind of refreshing to see men with their tops off on the street ripped. And the one guy had a back that was like, I would kill to have that back. He had a nice V taper, 
But it's just funny because... I got to appreciate that you pointed out the male strippers standing on the... Yeah. To me. But, but the point is, I'm so... You, we're, this society is so sexist because it's always the women that are out there. And they're wearing next to nothing. Like, literally next to nothing. And, like, let's face it. When you're performing, in my opinion, okay, like, I've heard the stories about people who get upset that their daughter, you know, sister, whomever, becomes a showgirl. But they're up on a stage, far away from people, and so, okay, so they have little tassels on their on the nipples of their boobs, hot, hidden with, a like, a colored suction cup, so you can't see. But it's so far away... Then you're not seeing much of anything. It doesn't really look much different than if they were wearing a bikini top. You'd rather somebody be a showgirl than a stripper. But I mean, am I right about that? Like, it kind of looks like a bikini top from a distance. Yeah. But when they're on the street, it's like boobs in your face. Like, in your face. And half of them, I'm sorry, they look like somebody took the balloon, stuck a pin in it, and it went... And it's just flat and hanging next to... Exactly, two boob. It's hanging next to their body. It's like gross. That's why the two flamingos that we saw at first were amazing because they both had normal boobs. They weren't too big. They weren't too small. They looked decent. But it's just a trip to me that they have no problem standing out on the street with their boobs just hanging out and their ass just hanging out. Nobody cares. They're just out there. And it's like women that are walking with their men know that shit's out there and they're going to beat them up for taking a look. I'm sorry. Then don't you dare look at the cowboy that's got his shirt off. You even glance at him, you're getting a smack. Right. You know, like, come on. It has to go both ways. That's ridiculous. (laughs) But that's the problem with society is we put the women out in front all the time. They're always half naked or naked. I mean, come on. We've seen that too where they're pretty much naked. I mean, they're wearing a net that has strategic, you know, cloth in strategic areas it's it's crazy but but that's okay but a man takes his top off out there on vegas boulevard and people were like i saw men pointing and laughing dude don't laugh until you look like that trust me i want you to go take your shirt off and stand next to that guy and we'll see who we're laughing at it ain't gonna be the cowboy it's gonna be you i guarantee it anyway then we found somewhere awesome for dinner we ate at Cantor's delicatessen which like six inches of turkey in my sandwich. Cantor started in um, the bomb diggity. In uh, there's okay. Remember when we went to the museum of contemporary art with yes. the kids? Okay, well that's kind of like mid Wilshire area. Mm-hmm. If you head the other, we go towards downtown LA, which is like if you're facing the museums to the right. If you head to the left, it's more of a Jewish community. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like mm, I can't remember what. I can't remember what they call it, but it's like near it the. Explains the matzo ball but it's soup. very yeah, it's very Jewish area, and that delicatessen is very popular there. Really good food. But I'm gonna tell you something. The sandwich that we had for like fifteen dollars there yesterday was eight in downtown LA. So I bet. So yeah, the prices are outrageous. But this, we're gonna post pictures in the show notes of the sandwiches because I took one of mine and you took one of yours. We still have half a sandwich sitting in the refrigerator for lunch, so I'm not I'm not that upset about paying fifteen dollars for the sandwich. No, because it covered two meals. Because it covered it covered two meals, so it's actually quite reasonable for Vegas. But it was like two inches thick, both of them. I had brisket, you had turkey. Yep, it was amazing. Some great mac salad. Tasted some good, interesting right? Interesting pickles. How was the mac salad? Good. 
You liked it? Yeah. Needed a little salt. But it, it had been good. a while since I've had it. But yeah, I don't mind when... See, that's the thing. You and I are alike in that respect. I don't mind so much if they don't salt it up. Because then you can just add salt to taste. Salt right. and pepper doesn't bother me. It's when you're having something with Cajun seasoning and they sprinkle two kernels of it on there. Yeah. Dude, if you're going to do that, leave the, the shaker bottle of Cajun seasoning on the table. Like, seriously. Yep. So that I can season it to my taste. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense to me that it's like that. Because salt and pepper, they're always salt and pepper shaker on the table. And if you don't have it, you can easily ask for it. Right. And you can salt it to your liking. And I like that because I don't like a lot of salt in my food, mostly because of health reasons. But it's just a thing. What I found more interesting, though, this time, remember, we were here last year, almost the exact same day. We came one day later date-wise, but it was still the, fr- the Friday, so it's the same actual physical day Yeah, on the calendar. And this year, like last year, we would walk and you smell lots of cigarette smoke. You smell lots of alcohol because they're cruising the strip with, you know, alcohol. They fucking sell it. Like, right there on the street, they're selling these huge bottles of, you know, margaritas and daiquiris and all of this alcoholic beverages just huge frozen drinks I right there on the street drinks. and then people buy it and walk and you did that in los angeles they'd give you a ticket for an open container out on the street right not here they encourage it but the difference last year you walk along you'd smell smoke you'd smell alcohol every so often you'd get a whiff just a slight whiff of marijuana mixed in with it but it was a slight whiff well last january 1st Nevada had legalized marijuana, but they hurried. They didn't do what California did. California took its time and issued licenses, etc. They hurried. So there were no recreational dispensaries open yet last year at this time. It took place like a few months later after we left. Like I think it was around April or May that I remember reading that they opened up their first recreational dispensary. Well, here's the deal. Now you walk down the strip yeah, you smell cigarette smoke. You smell alcohol. But it reeks of marijuana everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it's all you smelled as we walked up and down. And we didn't go very far. We went from, like, the Flamingo across to Caesar's Palace, down to the Cosmopolitan, across to Planet Hollywood, and back. Right. And what's funny about it, though, is you're in Vegas. Sin City. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Blah, 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 blah. Right? That's what right. you hear all the time. And this is a place where you're allowed to take an open can of beer and cruise down the street drinking the open can of beer. You can take a whiskey sour and walk down the street and chug it down. Or a glass of wine like the lady we saw yesterday. You can have a glass of wine and chug it down. You can buy a frozen alcoholic beverage on the street and cruise down the street. But God forbid you should smoke a joint while you're walking down. Oh, and you, you can smoke cigarettes while you're walking down the street too. But if you smoke a joint, that's against the law. Somehow it doesn't seem like a law they're going to even try to enforce, though. No, and I don't know if you noticed this, but I noticed a major difference that we have not talked about. So that's why I say I don't know if you noticed it. The casinos seem to have personnel now posted at the entrances. Yeah. And I kind of have to wonder if that's because of the marijuana. Because what I read, the big problem is that the gaming industry isn't just licensed by the state of Nevada. It's also licensed by the United States of America federal government. Uh-huh. 
Consequently, since it's illegal in in federal law to even then it's illegal possess to associate marijuana, it with gaming. then it's probably illegal to associate it with gaming, and they don't want that. Which is why now, they kept it illegal to smoke it in public on the strip. I would imagine if you were high as a kite and you went into a casino and listened to those sounds, you would probably die. You would probably have an epileptic seizure. Like, <sighs> yikes! And the strip itself, with all the lights flashing and everything, whoa! Like that would be. It was overwhelming enough after a few drinks last year. Yeah, it's crazy. But the people are funny because they wear, like, the guys that are from, like, country-ish states, they wear, like, a big old belt buckle and their jeans and their cowboy boots and their cowboy hat. They look ridiculous. It doesn't, it doesn't fit the decor of this glitzy, crazy neon lights everywhere it's like why is the cowboy where the neon lights are like if you're gonna come to vegas ditch the cowboy the boots are great the jeans are great even the belt buckles great ditch the hat dude like lose the 10 gallon hat it no, doesn't no, make no, sense no no they they can't they can't it's not a thing you have to wear your hat if no you're... they have to get rid of the hat no in fact if i was working the vegas airport i'd be at the gate of every plane asking to see do you have a hat 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 if you have a cowboy hat leave it here you can come get it That's back. The most when you ridiculous leave. thing you've ever said. No, I don't yes, like the cowboy hat. I don't stupid. care if you don't like it. It's They're still stupid. ridiculous. They're stupid. But it makes for I'll tell you some of the women that are out there. Look out! Even you know. I watched you. You noticed. Now, honestly, I'm going to say this. Last year, I don't know why. Way better looking women were walking around visiting Vegas than this year. But, you know what? Now that I think about it, it could be that we spent more time on the Strip. We were... Our hotel was on the Strip. I mean, fuck. We couldn't go anywhere without going out onto the Strip. Literally. Right. Literally. Now we wave at it from a long distance. Yep. But I think... I don't know. I wouldn't mind living here. Not I wouldn't here. live. I wouldn't live here, here. And I wouldn't live, like, inside of Las Vegas proper. But, like, Henderson or Summerlin... I'd live there. Why not? I mean, you remember where Summerlin was. That's where the yes, out in the area where the sister wives people live and the last hockey, the last soccer game was last time. But apparently, the sister wives people live in Las Vegas proper. Well, it's kind of like the address saying, said Las Vegas. It's kind of like saying you live in Los Angeles when you really live in West Hollywood. No, but all the addresses we're finding that are for places in Henderson say Henderson. Well, and the addresses in West Hollywood say Los Angeles, even though it's West Hollywood. No, but they the ones for Henderson say Henderson. The ones for the Browns said Las Vegas. So I think where they are is still technically part of Las Vegas. Well, that's interesting. But I think living out in the supposed... I think we know, should live right next to the, them. The suburbs? Right the suburbs of Vegas, uh-huh. much more desirable. Because, come on, you got your Walmart, you got your Target, you got your grocery stores, you got your, you know, bookstore, convenience store, all that stuff's right there. It's just like any, living anywhere else. It's no different. Well, you spend $200,000 and get a four-bedroom house instead of spending one million How much was that rent that you saw for a three-bedroom? It was fourteen fourteen oh five or something like that for a three-bedroom with a garage. And it had what? What do you mean? What amenities did it have? It had like a massive pool. It had a gym. It had a clubhouse. Two pools. Two pools, yeah. 
And they were nice pools, not shitty little tiny baby pools like ours is. It was enormous. Well, we're lucky that we have a pool. I think so too, but it, I'm just saying. No, I hear you. It's And it looked like a gated community as well. $400 a month less than what we pay. For an extra bedroom and an extra bathroom and a garage. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> so, and I mean, and I happen to know that, like, if you want to eat really well, I don't know how much attention you paid when we were driving in the lift coming back. I did not. But all those little places on the way home. Mm-hmm. Are like little tiny casino slash hotel type places, right? And they have restaurants. Well, those are the places you go and you get like a prime rib buffet meal for like four ninety five. Oh, we saw one when we were coming back from Henderson today, and it was steak and lobster buffet for fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, there's a place called Palace Station Casino that's a little off the strip over here, mm-hmm. and they have like breakfast buffets like fifteen dollars. Like, and it's good. They make omelets. They make waffles. They make pancakes fresh right there. The guy, you say to the guy, I want two pancakes. He cooks them for you. Next year, I think we're going to do that buffet pass. The Bob? Yeah. Buffet of buffets. It's called the Bob. So we're going to Bob next year. Well, it seems way more reasonable because... Well, we tell can... them. Tell them Tell them the pricing. That trips me out. Okay, so we spent what? Like, yesterday for dinner... And this morning for breakfast, it's been about $60. about $60. Total, total. Yeah. And then when we go to the buffet, we picked one and it's $32 a person. Okay. So that is a hundred and hundred and twenty something dollars. Okay. Yeah. The buffet of buffets is $49.99 a person and it covers three days of unlimited buffets. I think that's pretty sure that's what the sign said. Three days of unlimited buffets. Look it up. Look it up because I don't think it's three days. But you can hit. But it might be. But even if it's... I'm going to go this way. I'm going to go this route. I know it's at least 24 hours. So it's $49. Right? Yeah. You go and you buy that sucker. And then you go to dinner. At, a buff, at one of the four buffets that are available. Well, there's more than just the... So you go to dinner. Stick. So you go to dinner. Then, the next morning you go to breakfast buffet. Then you go to lunch buffet. Then you go to dinner buffet. You just got four meals for $49. And, like you said, some of those buffets that are included are already $49. Well, and... By themselves. And I'm looking at... You're right. It's 24 hours, but it's good for 24 hours from the time of purchase. So, really, you could do dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Right. Because what you do... I remember... Remember when I told you we came and we stayed at the vacation rental place over here? Yeah. Well, when we did that, one of the ways we saved money, because we had, you know, a, a crowd, was we did the buffet of buffets. Yeah. Because it was a big thing back then. Last year, they didn't have it. I even looked. But they had the buffet of buffets. Well, we purposely went, me and the guy that I was with, we purposely went at like 9 o'clock at night to the place where you buy the buffet of buffets. And there's only certain hotels that sell it. Caesars ones. Yeah. Caesars Entertainment. We went there at like 9 o'clock at night and we bought it. Then we proceeded to have a late dinner. Right. (laughs) Then we ate... (laughs) Then we ate breakfast. We ate lunch. Then later in the day we had a later lunch. Like we went for lunch at like 11 o'clock. Then we had a later lunch at like 
3. Then we went and had another dinner at like 8. Because it's just a matter of you have to gut in the door to the buffet before the 24 hours is up. We had five meals in 24 right. hours paid for by that $49. Well, and and back then it was $39. I just looked it up and it's $49.99 if you're the total rewards members. I don't know if it costs you anything to sign up it's for free. total rewards. So that's what we do. And we already are total rewards members because we stayed in the Flamenco last year and I signed us up for it. Oh, and it's good for the buffet at Caesars Palace, Planet Hollywood, Paris, Flamingo, Rio, Harris, Bally's, and The Link. That's and amazing. And the Caesars Palace buffet. I looked it up and purposely disregarded it from the list because it was forty five ninety nine a person. And you're paying forty nine ninety nine, and you get that included among all the other buffets. We already know the Flamingo one is is. Like and it's a good one. And it's a good one. The one we're going to today is included. Tomorrow. The Paris tomorrow is included. The Paris one was really, really expensive. And so I didn't even add that one on the list. And it's included. And the seafood buffet at the Rio. Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah, the hello. Rio was the Rio was where we ended up buying the the Bob last time that I bought the Bob. <laughs> But it's a good yeah, deal. Yeah, we'll do that next year. But it's a good deal. And that's the thing about when you come to Vegas, if you plan ahead, our advice is look for these deals because they're all over the place. There's deals everywhere. Right. And download the My Vegas app so you can get free stuff. And then here's my other <laughs> advice to you guys, okay? If you're a consumer of marijuana and you want to follow the law and not carry marijuana into this state from another state, mm-hmm. there's a dispensary on the strip down by Stratosphere. Fucking don't go there. First of all, that very same exact dispensary, same name, everything that's in Henderson was a third of the cost. And there was another one on Tropicana that was also way cheaper. Yeah, and they're all and they're all they're all around right off the strip, like a block off the strip. So why not walk there? Yeah, and get what you need, then go all the way to the place on the strip just because it's on the strip and get ripped off like that doesn't make sense to me Um, but I think I think that's something to think about I think um, food gotta find food places that you like that you don't um, necessarily would have back back where you come from um, and find deals for it too because there's all sorts of like you're doing that point thing that you're doing for next time we come. I mean, no, like I'm gonna have all the points. I mean, like we're gonna have discounts galore, and it's right. just that's how you look for it. Because let's face it, if you're a gambler, the more money you save on food, the more money you have to gamble. Right. If you're not a gambler, the more money you save on food, the more money you get to take home with you. Exactly. Your vacation starts to cost a lot less money. Right, and you get to come in and you get to enjoy everything. <coughs> For way cheaper. Yeah. So that was our Vegas uh, experience last night. No, we have night. to talk about the second lift. Then we'll hold on. But that was our Vegas experience last night. And like we were saying, when we wanted to leave, we're trying to get a lift. And like it kept timing out. And it's not the lift app's fault. Trust me. It was we couldn't even go on the web. How about the idiots waiting in line for Hey Google? <laughs> there was an. I don't even understand what they were doing. Like. There's this 120-minute line to see the Hey Google thing. And you have to pick, put coins in it to make it work. What? Like, hold on a sec. Isn't the Google Assistant thing, isn't there an app for that on, on Android phones? I don't think it's out yet. Oh, is that what's going on? Maybe. I'm trying to promote that shit. Maybe. But people were waiting in line for two hours for this. Why? 
I don't understand it. I do not understand it. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe the Google Assistant gives you a happy ending massage or something. Jesus. I'm telling you, two hours. Yeah, Who waits two wait hours for, for that? I, would I wouldn't wait, wait two it. hours for a ride at Disneyland, let alone well, two exactly. hours for that. That's alarming. For what? A 10-second, hey, Google, tell me where I can get good steak and lobster? Exactly. Shut That's up, ridiculous. man. Rick- Just shut up. Ridiculous. It's stupid. So we get the... We finally connect. We get the lift ordered. And the guy calls me. Well, cell phone service sucks here, so you can't hear a damn thing he's saying. It's like... I can't hear you? So you just kept... So I just kept saying... High Roller Valet. We're at the High Roller roller Valet. We're at the High Roller Valet. We're at the High Roller Valet. And all of a sudden, I'm... You know, thank God, Lyft shows you their license plate number. I see this car come, and he's got a license plate. And I'm like, aha, that's our guy. That's our guy right there. So we chased him down through the High Roller Valet. Got in nicest guy ever immediately moves the seat forward for you because there had been a tall person in the front seat right starts he was, chatting with he us was about just how the nice right Vegas amount is. of chatty yeah. he wasn't weird his car didn't smell he dropped us off and he didn't take like bogus ass detours everywhere so and he didn't just pull to the side of the road and drop us off he came into the parking lot Continue. Right. If I had let him, he would have driven all the way to the end of the parking lot. But once he got us close to the staircase, I was like, okay, stop, 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 stop. You know, right. right here is good because we have to go to the second floor. But he was excellent. And that's that's been our general experience with Lyft. So currently Lyft is like in Las Vegas, 50-50. But with how many terrible experiences we've had with Uber, I don't ever want to call an Uber again. Well, I, I only have the app on my phone because I drive for them once in a while. But right. That's it. I mean, like, I won't call them either because the experience has been horrendous, like, really bad. Right. We've had way more people. And it could be that there's more drivers driving for Lyft, you know? It's possible. Um, I mean, for Uber than for, than for Lyft. Ooh, but at Uber. the same time, at the same time, it's like, it's frustrating to me when you deal with that shit. Because they, you're taking my life in your hands when you're turning around and looking back at me and talking to me while you're driving in traffic. Or you're disgusting me on the way to dinner when you're telling me about the nasty boil you have growing on your neck. Yeah, it's just it's nasty stuff, man. And I think that that was the last straw was the boil on the neck, lady. I stopped yeah. after that. I called Lyft and I never called Uber ever again. Yep. Well, so that, we'll take more lifts while we're here, so we'll see how it goes. So that's Vegas so far. Tonight we're gonna go some bar rescue bars. And we'll have lots to tell you on Monday night. So we'll have lots to talk about on Monday. Uh Soccer game, first soccer game today. We lost five to one, but, but we played the number eight team in the nation, and we played hard. It and was well. zeros. It was zero zero until about two minutes left in the first half, and, and they scored one, then they goal. Scored one goal, and it was one to nothing at the half. And really, some of the goals that they scored, it, minor adjustments. I am talking really minor adjustments. They were small mistakes, and they would, and and there'd be massive difference so you know it's going to be a little delayed because it was supposed to come out yesterday i believe but soccer tv is going to be interesting because i'm filming footage of these soccer games and i'm taking pictures and putting the whole vegas experience together so soccer tv is going to be all about the vegas trip and that's on the zoo media network at imzoo.com makes sense that it's late though because why not include the vegas stuff starting 
starting Sunday, the 14th, for one week, every program on imzoo.com, 100% free, just so you can get a taste of what it's like. So make and sure you check it out after the 14th. And the description file will tell you what level it would be. So if you find that you really, really, really connect with the $1 level, sign up. $5 level, sign up. $15 level, sign up. You want to be a sponsor? $30 and it gets you all the content and you get mentioned on one show a day. Not bad. Sounds pretty freaking good. So, all right, well, we'll catch up with you guys on Monday night. Yep. You'll hear us on Tuesday morning, though. And um, we'll let you know the final, final, final of our Vegas trip. We'll have more people watching to report. Um, (laughs) Going to these bars tonight is going to be interesting because it's not a normal thing that we do. I'm sure we'll have an interesting experience with that. And um, overall, it should be a good time. So take care, everyone. All right. Hasta la bye bye. Hey, this is Mike, and I just wanted to tell you that if you enjoyed the show, and I truly hope you did, you can subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and not miss a single episode. But if you happened to miss an episode uh, and you didn't find it on Google Play or iTunes for some reason, you could go to our website, which is thenightlyrant.wordpress.com.